NXT, New York City. Welcome to Hot 97's Street Soldiers, the hottest talk on radio. Hosted by Lisa Evers. I'm so glad you're joining us for this episode of Street Soldiers. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. Follow me on Twitter, at Lisa Evers. Instagram, at Lisa Evers. And also, you can check out podcasts of previous Street Soldiers episodes on LisaEvers.com. And also on iTunes, all you have to do is go into the free podcast section and just type in my name, Lisa Evers, or Street Soldiers. Now, we have an amazing show that is very important. If you have anything to do with money... Who doesn't? If you use money, spend money, make money, and you want to try to have everything work out great, then uh, what you really need to do is pay attention to this show because we have guests on here who are going to help us understand how we spend our money at this holiday season, also how other people try to take our money from us and what we can do about it. But before I introduce them, I want to make a very big announcement. Um, We did a pilot for a Street Soldiers on Fox 5 TV show this past fall, and I'm happy to announce that we are getting a four-week trial run starting in January 2016, starting off the new year. Thank you. So big shout out to Team Lisa, my whole team here, who has helped me uh, every step of the way, my team at Fox also, and especially our big bosses who are making this happen, General Manager Dion Levingston, our Hot 97 Program Director, P.O. Farrow, and my News Director, Vice President for News at Fox 5, Byron Harmon, for having faith in the show and for giving us this opportunity. So if you are interested in being in the Street Soldiers TV show and on the Street Soldiers show, which will air on Hot 97 and also air visually on Fox 5 at a slightly different time, which we'll be announcing in the coming weeks. You need to hit up my executive producer, Tone Capone. That's tone at lisaevers.com. Tone at lisaevers.com. Now let's get to our topic. We are focusing on financial literacy, financial accountability, financial awareness, and also just these kind of money scams that are out there that we don't know about. You know, the whole thing of purse snatching, yeah, that still goes on. People lifting people's wallets in crowded stores, especially with women, that goes on. Pickpockets, yeah, they're still out on the train, stealing phones and stealing wallets. But there's a lot more that happens also with your debit card, with your credit card, and uh, when you're out and about. So we're going to find out about that. And also we're going to talk about how we're spending money in the holiday season. Do you want to be, you know, have it be January or February and just feel totally bummed out because you're burdened by all those credit card bills that start coming in after you, you know, had a big look at at the holidays, but, you know, Christmas, you're kind of taking a big hit for that. We're going to talk about that as well. So joining me in studio is Jaquette Timmons. She's the author of the book Financial Intimacy, She's a financial behaviorist, and uh, we're going to find out all about that. Jaquette, thank you so much for being with us. Thank you. Also with us is Adam Levin. He's the author of the new book called Swiped. He is a cybersecurity expert, and I interviewed Adam for Fox 5, and he basically is telling us that we really need to pay attention to this, and this whole issue of cybersecurity is just as important, if not more important, than issues of physical security. Adam, thanks so much for being with us. Thank you so much for having me. We really appreciate it. Also with us is June. He's a hip-hop artist from Harlem, and he knows what's going on in the streets. He knows what people are doing out there, and he's going to kind of give us a street report on some of the hustles that are happening out there, too. So, June, thank you so much. How are you doing? Happy to be here. We're happy to have you here. So, June, what is the biggest hustle that you see going on right now in terms of people trying to get money? Well, as we know, like he was saying based on his book, the uh, whole credit card thing is, like, huge in our culture. It's a... 
it's equivalent to what crack was in the 80s as far as hip-hop music. Like, that's primarily how a lot of people are eating on the streets, you know. And it's, and it's, it's kind of dangerous because, you know, you got people who usually would do, like you said, snatch purses, rob people in this world, and they not intelligent enough to understand how that works. So it causes a lot of friction. You know, people think every time they do these things, I've seen scenarios where somebody goes out and nothing works for him, and he's blaming the guy he got the stuff from. You know, he's like, oh, your cars didn't work. <laughs> like, uh, And um, to before we get that far in it, it's like to where it starts from, a lot of people are unaware a lot of the information that's getting stolen from them are coming from their own banks, their own credit card companies. Like this information is not you went to a store and somebody put some, not in all cases. Like, you know, there's cases of whatever goes on. But primarily this stuff is sold before you even get it half the time. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, you, so, and this is the thing people don't understand. Like, the information. Hey, wait, wait, you're saying your information is getting to a particular credit card is getting sold yeah. even before you get that credit so card? So, you, you, you apply for a Capital One card, right? So, you know, when you get approved, the card doesn't, the physical card isn't there yet. Right. But the information exists. So, the number, the magnetic swipe, all these different things that go into the card, it has to be printed out in order for you to, to develop the card, right? So, there's someone out there that's willing to sell this information for as little as $5. And you say to yourself, wow, my life is in jeopardy for $5. But in their mind, they got 1,000 to 2,000 of these things. So you do the math on that. But hold up. How do they get their hands on that they work information? At the company. You got to remember, anything man-made has to go through a man. So, you know, like, although computers still, oh, it's a woman, excuse me, yeah, man or woman, a human. A <laughs> right? human being. Before it gets to the computers, a human has to operate this machine, right? When you call, you speak to, in most cases, you speak to someone. So even with that, then no, I'm pretty sure he can speak on that more. When you call somewhere and they go, oh, we need your social, oh, we need this, we need that. That's pretty much what all someone needs to go even further with that stuff. So is it also to a combo, like what we saw, um, you know, we saw some of the arrests that the police have made here in New York City, the yeah. NYPD, where, the guy, where they'll be like, like a little ring, like Absolutely. a little click of about four or five people. And they, they'll maybe post some people. They'll, they'll have a couple of employees that are getting close to minimum wage at a store that's like a fast food store or another kind of store where there's a lot of turnover and people are using their debit cards or a yeah. lunch place or a lunch spot. And then they get the numbers there and they put a swiper on there and steal yeah, the numbers yeah, like that's, that. That's pretty common, like you said, for places that are busy. But what do you do if somebody works in Starbucks? Because I'm pretty sure if we all walked in a Starbucks and somebody said, wait, let me take your card to the back, you'd be like, man, you don't get over here with my card. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, in some cases, that does occur. But for the most part, it starts how I explain to you. Like, you know, so if you have someone who's like, for instance, you could get a card and you never used the card. And then you say, you know, I'm going to use the card today. You know, like for me, I would go up. Oh, my lady went and brought some shoes. I wouldn't even think nothing of it because she always shopping. So and then I go home and I'm like, damn, man, you got to slow down. You spend about 15 grand in a month. And she like 15 grand. Who you messing with? Because I ain't spent no 15 grand. I'm like, wait a minute. And the whole time. Well, let, let me yeah. bring it. Let me, let me bring in Adam Levin, author of the book Swiped and cybersecurity expert. Do you agree with what June was just saying? The immensity, just the gigantic scams that are going on, the, the volume of fraud? Oh, no, it's unbelievable. And and it, also you put this in the context of the fact that breaches, which we hear about almost every day, right. have become the third certainty in life. And as a result, over one, now this is a, a real number, one billion files containing information about people, a lot of it's sensitive, it could be as much as, as social security numbers along with credit card information, email, phone numbers, physical addresses, medical information that these files are out there, and as a result, they're accessible uh, through the, the deep web, the dark web, they're accessible on certain public websites that the bad guys know about that's posted there, 
And as a result, each and every one of us is going to be a victim of some form of identity theft during our lifetime, in in many cases, multiple forms of identity theft. Adam, what, what are the like top three most critical pieces of personal information that are of value to these identity thieves? Oh, well, your name address is one, uh, your date of birth, your social security number. For example, you hear a lot about tax fraud. The Internal Revenue Service lost $6 billion in their last uh, tax period, not the one that just closed the prior year, because people were getting a hold of names, addresses, dates of birth, social security numbers, doctoring up W-2 forms, and then filing it. So when people would go to file their return, they'd be blocked, or they'd be waiting for their refund, never showed up, because someone else got there, or what's what's equally bad is you, you file your return, you're waiting for your refund, and you get a notice from the IRS that you have a deficiency. You owe them money. You go, that's not possible. You're like, it's not possible. Owe, I've been right. paying all year long. They've been taking it out of my check. Right. Yeah. And what had happened is someone using your Social Security number got a job, and their income is being reported to your Social Security number. Yeah. So that's, a, that's another form of tax fraud. Now- some of the scams that are out there during the holiday season, you get a call, a lot of people do, you get a call from the bank, and they say to you, we think there's been some suspicious activity on your account. Right. And is this your credit card number? Why, yes it is. Is this your expiration date? It is. Just to prove you're you, could you flip your card over and give us your security code? Now, once you do that, they have your credit card, they go one step further, and they go, you know, you are a victim of identity theft, we're gonna transfer you to our security department. The first thing they say is, so Lisa, in order to confirm your you and, and to get the process going, I think could you give us your me. social security <laughs> number? <laughs> yeah. but you know what I did when the, the second time, I asked them, I said, how do I know? Because they're, they're calling on the cell phone, I'm mm-hmm. out shopping, and I'm like, how do I know you're really from the bank? No, I a need good a question. callback That's number. a good question to ask. Is that, is that a good question to ask? No, no, actually the some of the is... banks do. Some of the banks do call. If they yeah. see like, oh, yeah. like, let's say, you know, you gotta do like a whole bunch of shopping or you're on a trip and you have to get a bunch of stuff that's not your regular pattern of you know the gas station the this the that right. they do call you but how do you verify well, that it's really the bank don't give you, that information. you do two things number one if they ask you anything that's more, a really pot that's a really common <clears throat> they ask if they ask you anything more then can you confirm these transactions if they mm. then ask you to authenticate yourself the secret in all of this is you never authenticate yourself to someone who calls you because the assumption is say that again please you never, never authenticate yourself to someone who calls you and what do you mean by authenticate in You're other in words the- give them your security code on the back of your card <clears throat> excuse me or, or give them your social security number and 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 the reason is that you never know who they are so if if the minute someone says to you anything more than can you confirm these transactions hang up take your credit or debit card flip it over look at the number for the customer service department call that number if you get an email from your bank or you get a text which is that's called smishing which is uh, is smishing? phishing but based on texting mm. smishing like sms if you get that do not click on the link because they're hoping when they say to you there's a problem with your account please click here to authenticate your account you click, it either puts malware on your computer and it tur- or your smartphone and turns it into a transmitter, or they take you to a site that looks like the site for the bank or the credit card company, but it's not the site. And when you're entering your information, 
you're giving the bad guys everything they need wow. to commit identity theft. Oh my gosh! See, man, I, t- I tell my lady all the time, I like my money under the mattress. It's, yeah. it's, I like it there. Like that's hey, why cash is making it. So, you know, I, I do know some people that they'll, they'll just they, they try to use cash as much as possible. Yeah, the only problem with cash is you don't get warranty protection. Nope. you don't get price protection. Right, and you don't get fraud protection. Right. But, like, but that's and it's hard to get a refund too. Yeah, Jacquette, what what about this this whole mentality here with the with the fraud and how does that play into our our way of spending and our way of using our money. So as the person who focuses on behavior, I think sadly a lot of the responsibility is on us as consumers. So one of the things that I think people need to practice more of is the whole idea of checking your accounts nightly, both your banking accounts and your credit card accounts, making sure that those transactions are actually yours. I think the other thing that you can do is use your debit card as a credit card so that you're not entering your pin number and you have to actually sign for your purchase is that if, is that a good protection because well, they because for a, a while they were telling us use that use the pin number that way if they use the card no the, it, it's a yeah. layer i think no it's a layer but i and and this is where and you know reasonable minds disagree i always say use your credit card as opposed to your debit card even if you use the credit function it's still taking money out of your account yeah. And, the, oh, and, the, I see what you're and at okay. least with a credit card, it's their money. With a debit card, it's your money. Mm. And even if the bank says, you know what, you're right, it, it, this was fraud, it could take them a few days to put the money back in yeah, your that's account. That's true. That's true. And, and as a result, those are precious days that you might need money for gas or, or food rent or, or rent. Or, right. And there's another scam, by the way. Now, you know, there's a new card type of card it's called the it was, chip card it was supposed to be chip and pin but they decided the america there they decided the american name's public on that wasn't one? smart enough i'm just messing with you i'm just joking <laughs> i don't know i gotta watch him i'm, I'm just joking he might got a photographic memory he might know my numbers man. <laughs> so, so they took the position the american public wasn't smart enough because i'm scared to use it well, there you go i'm scared to use it i want to hear what you have to say no, but I'll tell you, I tell you. okay we, we, let's talk so, about that so anyway so they they think we're not smart enough to remember pin numbers and we're and we're uncomfortable using pin we're more comfortable just signing so it's it's a little le- it's more secure than the card with the magnetic stripe it's less secure than the chip and pin card the problem is two twofold one doesn't help you online because you still have to give them mm-hmm. your card information including your security code second thing is there's a new scam out there it's called the EMV scam because those are the Europay MasterCard Visa the chip and pin and what they do is they'll call you and say listen we know that your your card is coming or it's there and we have to alter your bank account in order to make it more compatible with your card. So therefore, we need you to verify certain account information because we really need to know it's you. We want to make sure the card got there. They got you again. So don't Because first do of that. all, as a, if you're the bank, if, if you're my bank, you already have all that information. That's right. And if you, they, have a, you have a gigantic computer system. Yep. You have files. You have... Well, from a behavioral standpoint, I think what this also comes back to is, especially during the holiday season, you're rushed, you're pressed for time, you're stressed, and you're not pausing to think about, does this really make sense that my bank is calling me to ask for information that they inherently already have? Right. So part of the issue is taking that moment to pause and ask does this make sense that this scenario would even be playing out that someone would ask for this information that they have in their possession already so that that is on us to to do 
And then see, the to secret, add on to that, I'm sorry, yeah, to add on to that, see, with Americans, what the eyes see, the ears hear, the mind believes. So adding on to what you were saying. So in the heat of the moment, you just go based on it. You know, Americans believe what they're told in most cases. See, common sense is rare. So enough common sense makes you genius. And we know everybody's not a genius. Just dropping, dropping gems here. <laughs> no, so, but so and that, to add on to what she's saying, and she's right. Because I've been in a situation, but I'm such a fast thinker. Certain things just, for me, I'm like, wait a minute, that doesn't make sense. But the average person, even been yeah, with but, me, like, but what, what you're getting to them? kid is saying with the holidays is mm -hmm. so true because people are on a budget you always and then when you're out shopping or you're online shopping you always see stuff extra stuff that you want there's stuff that you want to see for yourself and then you're so super rushed so that you're like oh my gosh if they're running up five hundred dollars on my credit card um and it's fraudulent that means as as adam said i can't use it for the next couple days i'm not going to be able to get the this this and this for right. so and so so and so and so and so but like adam said also to play on to the pin thing right so you said you credit i go through this personally because it's a stigma because like i told you earlier so many people in my community commit fraud they think by saying oh well put your pin in because if it's your card you would use your pin now for me i want my cash back rewards so i'm not using my debit. i didn't know to, until you just explained that to me and i'm glad you did that when i do debit it's only my money but see i'd rather use credit than debit because i get the rewards for using the credit so it's like if i shop somewhere and i'm getting seven percent cash back that's the tax that i pay almost most of the tax i paid on the item will come back to me but if I use debit that's all avoided so if you get a call because I'm thinking about I'm thinking about a couple of calls I got one, one they were they were like the bank called me and then I was like wait a minute why are you calling me you have all my information and I hung up the phone another time they called and they were like we want to verify this is the fraud protection department of the XYZ bank we want to verify your last three purchases mm -hmm. that's is fair. that that's a legitimate yeah, that's call. Legitimate. Those are good. that's legitimate it's just if they're asking you for any personal information beyond that that's when you should be scared. The other thing during the holiday season is that identity thieves count on one thing, distraction. Because right. when you're distracted, you're vulnerable. Like pickpockets. And that's, oh, yeah. that's when they strike. The other thing in the holiday season is because there have been so many breaches and so much email uh, information has been stolen, names, addresses, email addresses, and phone numbers, that they not only have personal information, but they have it in context. So now you'll get an email, you'll think it's from the retailer saying, fabulous deal, click here. I always say to people, I know what your inclination is, but be smart. Go to the real website, go on it, make sure there's HTTPS on the top with a lock, and, and then- With the lock on that, yeah, on that. I just learned about that. It has a little yeah. lock. Okay. The other thing, it, you know, building on what Jack because these clone websites are a big problem too. Terrible. Yeah, terrible. These fake clone mm -hmm. websites. And and the other thing you had said is that you know check your accounts on a daily basis. Now there is what I call the laid back version of that, which is you can contact your bank, credit card company, credit union, and say, send me a transactional alert. So that means every time there's any activity in your account, you get a notification that tells you the amount or what it was. The reason why you want that, even though it can be a pain That's in the butt, a good idea. is because you may see a transaction the bank misses because it looks like it's the right zip code or pretty much where you shop. You'll notice it, and you can do something about it. So that's why it's so important. And the other thing is make sure you look at the small transactions. Oh, yeah. Because I've first, been a victim of that. That's right. They do test charges before they strike your card. Mm -hmm. Or the second thing is. Like a is, small amount where you're not going to know. Like, like a $3. Yeah. No, I was getting a dollar took me for yeah, seven yeah. years. Right, right. Yeah. Or really? a dollar a month. Like, right. And, and or never pay that's right. They will charge you a little amount of money and hope 
You never After know they hit it. a lot of cards, no one notices yeah. it, and they get away with it. Yeah. What about, let, let's take the scenario that's happening to a lot of people right now. They get a new credit card. It's the holiday season. They're like, wow, I keep getting these invites to open up this a car, a card. Let me get this, open up this card. And you're like, wow, now I can get everything I want. I can get through my list. And it's like free money. Well, Jacquette, one of, one first psychological. One of the things I would say is, because sometimes when you're shopping, they'll say, well, we'll give you 10, 15, 20% discount if you open a card with us. Exactly. I say, don't do that. Sometimes <laughs> you have to really fight them, though. I'm like, no, I don't want that. No, <laughs> well, thank yeah, you. But, they get always, no, but, but you can get 10% off. Yeah, you can get 50% off. Like, look at your interest rate. Exactly. Yeah, it's like 30%. But see, the, the workers get rate. more hours based on the amount. Right. They get extra bonus to, to the fraud to the fraud them. thing with that, yeah. with the identity theft thing, going back to what he was saying. That's the easiest way for someone to exactly. get an account without any card. So they run into the store. I'll be I'll be fast. They run into the store. They, and like you said, they don't even have that. At this point, going back to what you saying about the perception and rush thing, you asked me if I wanted to open up a credit card. So you're not thinking my information is fraudulent because I didn't come to you to open it to go, hey, yeah, I don't want to open it. Uh, you know what? Hey, yeah. And boom. Now she goes to go open up a credit card and she, or she goes to use a credit card whatever case may be in the store and they're like oh you already have an account with us and it's like it's done they, they'll use up all of that stuff okay but I mean? what about like you have a credit card in your wallet right now yes. that you haven't activated because i for the what and the information that he said i read an article somewhere that said they're not covering me if any purchases made with the chip of i didn't read it to the extent don't quote me on it but it was some saying that my money's not insured if if i get any fraud with the chip so i'm to, like i'm not using it at all no actually what, how does that work you would know chip. yeah and the what? chip the chip is supposed to be it's going to be unbreakable, and I don't it's believe that. It's a code, that. and right. the code changes. The new credit card. Right, and it's tough to counterfeit. What they're really saying is after a certain date, which was in November, that a, Last any retailer who doesn't have a chip reader, the liability shifts to them mm. from the bank. Whereas before that, oh. the bank had live, they had to go sue the retailer. Mm. MasterCard and Visa said Time liability shift. So that's why... That's to why. have them. All right, Lisa, we have you, to take. I know a, you have to wrap up, but one quick thing. We have to take a little break. Okay, we'll take a little break, and okay. I'll come, come right back to you. And then when we come back, you're listening to Hot 97 Street Soldiers. If you're doing any kind of holiday shopping, if you use a credit card or debit card, which is basically absolutely everybody. <laughs> You um, need to be listening to the show. We're talking about holiday scams. We're talking about money scams, credit card scams. And when we come back, we're going to find out more of what our guests say. What is the chip? Do we do we like this chip? Do we not like this chip? I'm also going to ask them about what happens when you get a lot of places. It seems like, oh, uh, miss, you need to swipe your card again. Really? On that brand new machine. So is that... <laughs> I'm not only shopping in the hood either. Everyone's laughing at me in the studio. But no, we're laughing because we've know, all been through yeah, it. Exactly. We've all been through it. And and then like like that. And then what about when you're shopping online? Now everybody wants that that three-digit super top secret security code from the back. Yeah. So that's out there on blast. Yeah. So I'm going to find out what our guests have to say. Hot 97 Street Soldiers, tweet me at Lisa Evers. Instagram at Lisa Evers. We'll be back right after this. Welcome back to Hot 97 Street Soldiers. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. Big announcement this week. Thank you to all of our street soldiers listeners throughout the years run into people all the time out on the streets and at the events Um, we are bringing street soldiers to television we did a pilot in the fall and now starting in january we're going to get a four-week or five-week trial run during the month of january to put street soldiers on tv and big thank you to our vice president for news and production at fox 5 byron Harmon, our hot 97 bosses general manager deanne levingston 
Our program director, P.O. Farrow, my executive producer, Tone Capone, executive producer, Chris Sobel, the whole team, Lisa here, and uh, for making this possible. So if you're interested in getting involved in that, you need to hit up executive producer, Tone Capone. That's Tone at LisaEvers.com, Tone at LisaEvers.com. Dot com, and uh, we're going to be doing some very exciting shows and adding the uh, video into it's going to make it even more fun. Right now, we're focused on your money, holiday shopping, the scams, protecting you, just how to get through without having all these uh, unpleasant things and time-wasting things happening to you. Joining us in studio, Jaquette Timmons. She is the author of Financial Intimacy, a financial behaviorist. Also with us is Adam Levin. He's the author of Swiped and a cybersecurity expert and hip-hop artist June from Harlem. And uh, he's representing what he hears about on the streets and what, what people are doing there. Uh, Jaquette, let's come to you. Let's start with you about the, this protection idea. Yes. So... At the end of the year, people are trying to get in their medical visits before end of year, right? You go to the doctor's office, they ask you for your social security number, and people just absentmindedly just write it down. Right off the Don't gate. Don't do that. First of all, if you have insurance, that's already captured in your insurance card and in your insurance information, so you don't need to enter it. And if you don't have insurance, they still don't need your social security number. And the problem is that with most medical offices, it's wide open. You have no idea what they're doing to protect your data once you enter it on that form. So don't feel like you have to put your social security number on any but they medical get, form. But I have to say, though, just, just to play, just, just to keep it on right here, when you don't want to give them information, they, act adamant they, get, they kind yeah. of catch an attitude like, do I really need to give you my social security number over the phone? You're the you're the tenth receptionist they've had there for the over the last <laughs> nine months. And do I really, you know, and where are you going to go? And how hard is it for you in an office to make a Xerox see, of everything? How about when you go to buy a phone and then they're like, yeah, we need a copy of your driver's license. I'm not driving my phone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not taking nah, it on I the highway. Look at it. I, I agree. I will I not be on the cross Bronx with my phone <laughs> yeah i think you should just look at it to see it's me here right is that and me? that's that so so in, in terms of the, the protection thing the um adam what, what about that information like how do you refuse information when they're asking you for it? oh no you you can i mean there's some such when they run a credit report they need a social security number uh, unfortunately that's if you're making a major that's purchase the way, no just even if you're getting a cell phone and you're opening an account right they need a social security number okay so that's, that's legit. the way they do it it's frustrating, and they're they're trying to come up with different ways to do that. It's just frustrating, but you are a thousand percent right. And what I love it is, I once said to a doctor, "Why do you need my social security? You have my insurance. I can't escape without giving you my credit card." Right. He goes, well, "That's the way we always did it." I said, "Well, you want to know why we have breaches in America all over the place? Because that's, that's the, the way, way we, we always, always did, did it." it. <laughs> the second thing, this is the one I love. We need your social security number because if you die, we're going to need to put it on your death certificate. <laughs> I said, "Call my lawyer. Call my wife. <laughs> they know my, my wife, social yeah. security <laughs> number." <laughs> but what, what about this? <laughs> but the so the social security number sometimes you have to give that to them like you if do, they're doing a credit report if you're applying for a credit card right. you have to give them the social security right. number. but for instance you're at your kids little league game and they send this little pass around thing and they say oh give us your social security number it's like are you out of your mind yeah that's how i and know. and and, and, yeah, and that, just think of the social security this is the skeleton key to your life Ooh, yeah this is your this is money yes and the problem is you can change your credit card number you can even social. change your identity. We certainly know that people do that. Mm -hmm. You can't change your social. social security number. If they get it, they have an option on your life 
and it's they can decide when they're going to exercise that option and you're going to be looking over your shoulder for the rest of your life all right well let me ask you about that's a scary thought let me ask you about this three-digit security code because a lot of the sites online when you buy now they ask you for that three-digit because there's so much online buying fraud with credit cards that's why you use paypal because at least you have that extra layer in that screen between someone having your full credit card number plus the three-digit code what do you think about that, PayPal? No, that, it's, it, that's a good idea. There, there are other payment systems, you know. In, in, Similar to PayPal. And, yeah, yeah, and I we are moving different. toward, um, you know, like, for instance, MasterCard has a really interesting thing they've just done. They're, they're developing a process where if you do an online transaction, then you take a selfie and you have to blink for <laughs> yes. proof of life. Yes. But one cybersecurity expert that I know about said, I know people who take a picture, cut out one of the eyes, and blink. And they're so good at it, they can, you know, they can actually get. Well, they go on your Instagram page. Yeah, I was anything man-made can be breached. That's why I just feel like there's no, nothing these guys can't no figure way. out. So, a way so let me come back it's to this chip happen. card because some people are carrying it and they don't know that they have it. And what difference does it make in terms of our, our of our purchasing? Makes it more difficult to be counterfeited because the code changes, um, and it has cut down card present fraud i mean and and they they tested it in well i tested it 133 countries use it we were like the last to the party yeah we were late like for instance you go to europe and you finish dinner and they bring a card reader to your table so you don't have to worry about somebody disappearing behind the curtain a little black swiping your card (laughs) so but the you know again the problem with the chip card it doesn't help you online and so what's happening is all the fraudsters are moving a lot from, of things are going online they're moving online oh, and they're doing them online. that's well, why you need to check your accounts that's why you need to get transactional alerts June what about the double swiping thing see uh, that's the thing they does that they, happen they, to you they, all the time and I and the fact that I'm so uh, aware of what's going on I'm more lenient with just giving like I said I use cash most of the time I really if, if it's a restaurant where I know they're gonna go back even in Louis Vuitton you know and they take my card and I I'm like, I mean, for years we shopped there and it was never an issue. But once I became aware of stuff, I'm like, man, whoever work here don't make that much money. They're probably selling my card information. No, and you're, and you're right. And, yeah. I, and, I want, and I want to mention that, too, because this is something I know for a fact has happened, to, And it's probably, if we're hearing about the incidents, there's probably many more that we don't even hear about. Women at restaurants, we take our bag. A lot of times we hang the bag off the seat of the chair right behind us. I have heard of accounts of them st- taking the wallet, people that are in the restaurant, I don't know if they're workers or they're just you know, other diners or whatever, will take the wallet, take the credit cards out, and then put it back so it doesn't even look like the person yeah, because is because they had- need the information from the magnetic strip. Right, they don't you know even look like, they, they don't even know they've been robbed until right. they start seeing things. So, oh, going back to the holiday thing, not to get off topic, but- No, that, that but, is a topic, um, this whole the, thing. This, this not just the credit card fraud, like you know, when you buy, everybody wants a deal, so you run into a dude, I got PlayStation 4s, Half price. People, oh, what? Let me get one. I've witnessed someone <laughs> sell 200 PlayStation 4s that were filled with bricks. <laughs> like, <laughs> so. That's like the old, that's such an old People scam. still fall for it, though. They do. I you also, know for a fact that happened? classic. Fact. Classic. And I, wa- I also watched him sell it to a retailer. I, he sold 500 bricks of PlayStations. <laughs> <laughs> Not cocaine bricks. That. To a retailer, and and in my head, I'm like, this is gonna. I didn't think about the retailer because he was a 
anyway i thought about the the families and the kids on christmas day and you know and I, that's why I, like me i could never do this stuff because I, I don't like sneak thieving i don't like thieving period i feel like we could get money especially living in new york city but a sneak thief is the worst kind of thief to me like to just you know because you never know what people are going you know that's going for yeah but even generally like you can these people could take money out of someone's account and they could have a funeral they had to pay for tomorrow or right. they could have an eviction they were gonna face you know what i'm saying so and um oh for uh and and the the case of what Adam was saying about the social security thing I had a buddy of mine who went to buy a house and when he went to the bank they said oh you know it'll be easier if you got a loan for your current home to get your new home so he's like current home I don't own a home <laughs> so he uh, fast forward he Wait, gets a loan to a loan on his current home which yeah, he didn't that's own to get a new do, home because they try to Adderall. get you yeah exactly so so he's like I got money uh, so long as short, they give him the information he drives out to the home so he gets to the home Asian families living in the home so he's like this is alright this is clearly a misunderstanding so he's <laughs> crazy you know he, he's like me he People thinks fast he yeah. thinks really fast he goes you know what let me check the mailbox check the mailbox bing ding ding his name it's on the mail in the mailbox. <laughs> so he sits, he calls me. He's like, yo, what do I do? I said, tell him that's your house. Like, you know, so, so he knocks on the door, he rings the doorbell, ding dong. Asian guy comes to the door, big black guy, he's paranoid. He's like, oh, I'm gonna help you. He walks in, he just walks right what in. Because he goes, this is my house. Like, so <laughs> that really happened. This is one of the stories where it was actually worked out in his favor. So he goes in the house. He <laughs> go, he saw crazy. small children. He had a soft spot for the small children. He said, I'm going to give you 48 hours to leave. 48 hours to get out my house, you know, because he saw small kids. And he said, the guy said, you know what? We'll leave now. They grabbed their clothes and they scurried out. And then also back to what you said, he was actually working with his... Um, Social security number as well, but being that my boy owed so much, he paid so much child support. He didn't. He didn't go through what you were saying as far as the tax and all that stuff because he was paying so much child support on one job that he had already. But clearly, he didn't know he had the second job. But and that was like that. But that was a case where he wound up having a house fully paid for by because someone was living in the United that, States. That is so crazy. Illegally, but legally through his social security. That's number. so I crazy. Had a friend, I, I had a friend. What's I had a friend once who told me he says, you know what, a guy stole my identity, but his credit's better than mine, so I'll go with it. <laughs> I was going to just say that it's really good uh, practice to check your credit report and you can do it each year for free at least once through annualcreditreport.com. Yeah. So especially if you're going to make a big purchase Absolutely. like a home or a car, you want to do that before you And make get sure you there. know what your number is and so, so that you know what's on your credit report. What do you think about the putting a lock on the credit? How efficient do you think that? It's good? It, it is. It's oh, okay. good. It's not perfect. But a lock yeah. on the credit, what does that mean? Basically, what they, they have to contact you anytime anyone gets to make an inquiry. Oh, to make a new credit, credit inquiry. Yeah, there's two right. ways. One is a fraud alert. And that's supposed to authenticate. Yeah. The second is a credit freeze, which is now pretty much in 50 states. And that is where no one, including you, can get access to your credit until you thought, which means you have to use a pin and thought. In the old days, it would take three days to freeze, three days to thaw. Now it's literally a matter of minutes wow. online through the credit reporting that's, that's agencies. Dope. That stops people from opening new accounts, but it doesn't, it doesn't help you with. Uh, Tax-related fraud, right? oh, okay. medical identity <clears throat> theft, criminal, that's where someone commits a crime in your name and they're coming after you. I've had that happen to me. I, I got arrested for a warrant for walking a pit bull. I don't even like pit bulls. And I'm, <laughs> I'm 
I'm like, yeah. June, I, you just had everything. I've been through it all, man. I've been running the streets since I was 12. Book on him, my book needs to be a motion picture. Like, this is just the, the, the pick of the letter. But this I just swiped the motion picture. I was driving, right? And the, and the officer on the streets. lied about me being on the cell phone. And I said, first of all, I got Bluetooth, everything. And you can check my call log. I ain't made no call. Got him. So I thought. He runs my name. Well, we got a warrant for you. Well, a, a dog. And I was like, I don't own dog. no dog. And I go to see the judge, and it's like the, the they even have a photograph of the alleged person that was supposed to be me. Scary. So I had to go through this whole thing. So I had, I had a prefix on my name. I didn't have a prefix because I'm a junior. I just had my name straight. So I had to add the junior because, like he said, I can't change my social. And then the, um, and even my, my driver's ID number, I couldn't change. The driver's license number, they said I couldn't change that. So I had to keep the same driver's license number and then and just and hope like even with that when you lose your wallet sometimes people think oh I just lost it you just get a new ID someone can have your ID and go miles with that thing no totally so so yeah. what do we, so Adam what do, what do we need to do in terms of protecting ourselves in general we need to get, use a credit card you say instead of a debit card right well, what I do is I in the book I swiped I talk about what I call the three M's you minimize your risk of exposure by doing all the things we've been talking about today. Plus, you don't carry your social security card in your wallet. Although for some of us, I have to admit, that are on place. Medicare, unfortunately, right now, your Medicare number yeah, is still true. your social security number and uh, a letter. They're changing that. So what I say to people is take a photograph or a cop, make a copy of your, of your, of your Medicare card. Uh, basically, white out, dark out, whatever you want to call it, redact the numbers except for a couple so they see that it's a real thing and say I will tell you if you know in a medical situation I will give you my number uh, but I'm not carrying my card with me where anybody who steals it can get it also secure your devices and people don't realize you need to put security on your smartphone because your smartphone is not just a communication device what kind of security are you device. talking about there are different programs you can get through people like trend Microsillin and others where you can do the same kinds of firewalls and anti-malware stuff that you can do on your computer and there are several of them out there. you just have to you know check them out shred Always a good idea. Long and strong passwords, not password. Right. <laughs> Whereas what happened with Ashley Madison, that hack, one, two, three, four, five, six, which was the favorite password. Second thing is monitor, and you, you talked about it. Get your credit reports. Come to SciSciCredit.com where you get an overview of your credit. As What's well it as, called? It's called Credit.com. Okay. You get an overview of your credit. It's, it's my company. Overview of your credit as well as free scores updated monthly, and they're free. A lot of institutions also offer now free credit scores monthly. So what you do is look at those scores. If your score takes an unexplained drop, two things could have happened. One, you could have bought $15,000 worth of shoes. Uh -huh. Miss some payments <laughs> or miss some payments, right? Or two, you could be a victim of identity theft. Uh, third thing is you do the, the thing where you check your accounts on a daily Which basis was or you have transactional monitoring. There are more sophisticated programs that monitor your credit and your identity. They're available from the credit reporting agencies and a number of other companies like LifeLock. Then the third M, which is minimize your risk of, which is manage the damage. And a lot of people don't realize through your insurance, through your certain credit unions and smaller banks, through the HR department where you work, there are programs available to help you through identity incidents. And in many cases, you'd be shocked to find out they're free. Wow. But you need to ask. Ask your insurance agent. Ask your bank rep. Ask the HR and department. And you need to find out about work. them. Find out. And about some it. of these, some of the credit, some of the credit agencies that issue credit cards, and also too for for our vets, 
And for our children whose parents uh, were veteran, are, are veterans or were veterans, USAA.com. They have uh, offer excellent credit cards and a lot of credit services. But let me talk about spending a little bit because it's the holiday season. We're spending money. Jaquette, how do we avoid going into debt? It just seems like it's inevitable. Yeah, well, it doesn't have to be. I think you can um, make a determination about the amount of money that you're going to spend during the holiday season. I think what also can help is designating one or two cards as the cards that you will use to do your holiday shopping or actually to do everything, whether it's shopping, whether it's entertaining, whether it's travel, like have all of your holiday expenditures come from one or two credit cards and then have a um, a, a you know a threshold and an amount that you will not exceed um, e- either overall or per category. I think that's a really great way to approach spending in the holiday season. I think shopping at TJ Maxx and stuff like that also helps because a lot of people get this conception for the holidays they want to spend money on Fifth Avenue as far as just budgeting the finance like I mean I'm a Max Denista man I got kids so I go in there <laughs> uh, you know and I, 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 I find the same stuff for, did I, I see you in that I, commercial I, I, like, I like to make a big deal of buying expensive stuff cheap you know what I'm saying like like um, I'll go on the stushfastdenista.com I get high end stuff for the low you know what I'm saying like I don't feel well, yeah, that you, you have to pay all that money yeah, for that definitely. stuff. Because my thing is, you're, you're not going to walk around with the receipt like, hey man, this came from Fifth Ave, man. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? See this wallet? 400 no, and there's a lot, there's a lot of good, there's a lot of good resale. <laughs> there's, there's good resale, resale sites too. Yeah. What, what, do, what about, it, just in terms of the street, because there is there, there are still these things that happen Absolutely. the old school physical yeah, way like, on the I mean, streets, yeah, like the, the pickpockets, the, the, the yeah, phones. The phone snatching, the just the cash thing. You know, a lot of people think to avoid fraud, they're just gonna have a whole bunch of cash, like. And then also another thing, there's people who have sharp eyes that'll watch you go to the ATM and memorize the the motion of your hand. So like that whole covering the whole thing, yeah, it, it can work. But if you're not on point enough to watch who's around you, they'll they'll strategically wait and then they'll go get the card. So I've seen a case where people took the card, took the, the money out, put the card back. Yeah, that too. See, so yeah. The, the other thing is, you know how you'll go to a restaurant and um, it'll be cash only. And, but they'll have an ATM machine in the restaurant. Never, ever, ever use those. Yeah, they Never sell those. They sell those, those numbers. A those self stand. Those self standing <laughs> yes. ATMs. Yeah, like the ones that are outside the delis and, and the bodegas and the strip clubs. Yeah, you know, <laughs> very, very careful yes. about that. Yeah. The other thing, by the way, I don't is, never use those. Is on your on your smartphone. A lot of people download apps and they download retail apps they download their banking app that's not a bad idea what is a bad idea is if you ever save your user id or password so the, who does that see uh, common sense a lot, of, common. a lot of people do because they go oh, it takes a few extra seconds to, to type it in and then somebody finds the phone and somebody they, gets your lie. phone bingo they're in yeah. there also get remote wiping software for your phone so what, if it the, really what is remote you wiping well, software apple, apple has apple, apple has it oh, okay and um and yeah, he like you yeah, want to my money man <laughs> apple got apple got it okay <laughs> And you can wipe the data off of it, but make sure you back up the data every time that you take your phone out. This is too much, man. I leave my money under the mattress, man. I ain't with all that. <laughs> can't do it. We're gonna talk about I that. I can't do it. No, you're not gonna come count my money. Only I'm and, and you walking around with the mattress. Walking around. Where do you live? Uh, uh, yeah, you see, there you go. Walking around with a cre- walking around with a credit card. So the um, just in terms of just in terms of like our our, our spend our spending as we go in the, the mindset that we need to have. Just give us a, a few quick tips on that. Just as we're going into how much we, how much, how do we know how much we can afford if, let's just say, we don't have it all saved up in advance? Well, look at it this way. How much do you want to end up paying off in January? Mm. 
And if whatever number you come up with, whatever number you come up with, that's the number then that you have for your quote unquote budget for the holiday season. Um, because it's not just about what you're spending now, it's about what is it going to cost you to pay that off come January. And if you can't pay it off by the end of January, then you shouldn't do it. And really pay attention to those interest rates. Absolutely. Oh, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Because there's a big difference between 10% or 11% and 29%. 30, yes, yeah. <laughs> and the funny thing is <laughs> yes, they strategically is. place those things so tiny that you need a magnifying glass to read it. And like you said, people see the face value at a 15, 20% off, and they're like, well, well, realistically, did you save 20% when you're paying 30%? Beware well, no, as somebody, said to me that, as, as, as somebody said to me the other day, when we were doing a story on shopping for the holiday season, when you're saving 50%, you're also spending 50% Absolutely. too. So if you can't... If, can't uh, afford that then forget about it and then adam aside from getting everybody the book swipe for the holiday as their holiday <laughs> gift so that they can be prepared what final tip do you have for everybody final tip is if you're going to shop online use a separate email account for retail and use a one credit card so if it gets compromised you can contain the damage that's a great idea to have just a separate email and then also too when they send out all those e-flyers you don't have to deal with those in all your regular mail Good point. Mail either. Well, I, I want to thank our guests for being with us for this awesome episode of Street Soldiers, which will be posted on LisaEvers.com later today. We'll also be, I'll also be tweeting it out on at Lisa Evers. I want to thank uh, Jaquette Timmons, author of Financial Intimacy. That's her book. Um, author Adam Levin. His book is called Swipe, Swiped. He's a cybersecurity expert. And June, hip-hop artist from Harlem, representing <laughs> all, all around, worldwide. And uh, I want to thank everybody for... Uh, Supporting Street Soldiers starting in January. We will have a trial run on TV on Fox 5 News. Nice. So stay tuned for that. Thank you very much. Thank you to our uh, program director, P.O. Farrow, general manager at Hot 97, Deanne Levingston, for making that happen. And Byron Harmon, our uh, vice president for news and programming at Fox 5. And, of course, thank you to my amazing team, Lisa, Street Soldiers team, executive producer, Tone Capone. You can always email Tone, tone at lisaevers.com. Our associate producer, Rose D., assistant producer, uh, Mia Bell, uh, production assistant from Marcus, and uh, our board op, digital support from Michael Medium, always keeping us on the air, keeping the show nice and tight. And also digital support from the one and only TJ Charles. So remember, follow me on Twitter, at Lisa Evers, um, Instagram, at Lisa Evers, Facebook, Google+. We're out here, all over the place. Remember, have a uh, <laughs> I hope you have a great week. Remember, use your mind. It's your best weapon. I hope it's your only weapon. I'm Lisa Evers. Push for peace.